The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus a lot of thump behind it sounds like the B-side of a Master P CD from the early 2000s, but I like the description anyway. Uh, Austin Riley is spring training home where baseball is up and running, and welcome into BetQL Daily Live Coast to Coast on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM alongside Joe and Aaron. I'm Chris, and you are locked in. We've got lightning bets in 20 minutes before we wrap up the show, but 31 days until those dingers and dongs count for real. Uh, and they're not just in the desert and down in Florida. And Kenny Ducey of the Action Network and Covers.com joins us to talk about Major League Baseball. Morning, Kenny. How are you, man? I'm great. I'm great. You know, I stopped a ski trip over the weekend just to talk ball on the radio. So uh, anytime you guys want to talk ball, I am here. I love talking baseball. I cannot do it enough. Yeah, well, it's about that time. So tell me, we're a couple days in other than see-through pants um what do you what do you make <laughs> of the first couple of days of spring training and what should we be looking at as we push towards opening day at the end of March you know it's just a magical time of year I mean I had a Yankee fan I was with over the weekend saying that look the Yankees have two Aaron judges now this is incredible uh, I love spring training <laughs> because people will just overreact the span of Yankee fans the the, the amount of different bold, insane takes that from that now this guy's Aaron Judge because they saw one video on Instagram to Juan Soto is hurt, oh my goodness, in his first swing to Juan Soto is going to hit 40 home runs. That's just what we have to love about spring training, that just this is all we have. We only have like three days of information to go off of. So what, I'm, what I would look for is more than three days of information. You know, I, I also would say it's very funny to say, 
oh, well, you know, th there are certain guys that writers and fans and the media will, you know, say, oh, this guy's having a great spring. This is great. And then other other times it'll be, well, this guy has a great spring, but spring training stats don't matter. So I, I do think that spring training yeah. stats matter a little bit, um, especially for someone who we know is established. If it's just someone who comes out of nowhere, you know, maybe Bryson Stott was a not, not a good example, but sometimes that guy won't end up hitting in the major leagues. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm waiting for like two more weeks before I lose my mind about any of these guys. I saw a video of Alec Manoa throwing a medicine ball and everyone said he was uh, in great shape and, and going to win the Cy Young. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought everyone. Was <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Let's not bring any common sense to this uh, spring training coverage. So we're, we're about to enter March and a lot of the top free agents are still available, man, which it, it's frustrating as basically baseball fans are still trying to figure out how how things are going to uh, shake itself out that's what we're still talking about in the final month here uh what did you think about the bellinger news that broke over the weekend i want to say three years but it might end up being one or two years because all the opt-outs that he got for the cubs bet on himself he got paid and it worked out for the cubs they end up bringing him back and the guys that are still out there what what's going to happen is it going to be deals similar to this for chapman for snell montgomery yeah, I mean, I was what I was thinking was, thank goodness I've been waiting for four months to get this news official. I mean, it, it seemed like for all the world, Cody Bellinger wanted to go back to Chicago. It would be foolish not to, considering that's where he resurrected his career. You know, I think we've seen a lot of times with a lot of different players on the Dodgers, off the Dodgers, a guy like Andrew Heaney going to the Dodgers, remembering how to pitch again and then leaving and forgetting. It, I, I do think there's something to working with that same staff uh, that got you back to, to where you were uh, years ago at an MVP form. So I, I think this was the right decision for him. I think it's amazing for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, I think Ian Happ hitting in front of him and Seiya Suzuki behind him is a little bit troublesome. But what I would say about the Chicago Cubs is that I do think that they're going to have a great season. We could talk about NL Central features if you want in a moment, but I think they're going to have some Guys coming through the minors this year, and that's going to look like a really good lineup with Cody Bellinger in the middle of it. In terms of the other free agents, I mean, I think what we're seeing right now is teams are just smart enough to know there are a lot of flaws with these pitchers. Jordan Montgomery was a guy two years ago. The Yankees didn't even want him on our postseason roster. They didn't think he was good enough to do that. He had a nice season with Texas. I think he's a, a really good back-end pitcher. I think what the ask right now is is that he wants front-end money. He's not going to get that. I would not give him that. Blake Snell, same thing. This guy came off a Cy Young Award. We saw Robbie Ray do the same thing, and then he got hurt. So it's kind of hard to say that, you know, it, it was that there, there was something wrong with him, right? But I do mm -hmm. think, like, if you look at Robbie Ray's career, he had a lot of flaws. He had not, you know, unless he was striking out guys over 30%, he was giving up a lot of home runs, giving up a lot of hits, walking a lot of guys. Snell, the same thing. There's a lot of inconsistency up until last year with Blake Snell. So it's really, it would give me pause to pay a lot of money for those guys and commit to many years. The Yankees offered one year, $30 million. I think that would be a terrible destination for Blake Snell to give up 25 home runs uh, in, in the AL East, Yankee Stadium, Camden Yards. That would be a nightmare. And then the, uh, the fans in the media would crucify him, but we don't have to talk about that because he's not on the Yankees yet. And Matt Chapman as well. Matt Chapman is just, uh, you know, a, 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 a Javi Baez with a better glove. So, I mean, I don't know why any of these teams would commit all this money to these guys that are clearly just – the, on the island of misfit toys they all have huge flaws and they're just not really worth all this money and i would also say the los angeles angels in years past you know what they would have done they would have signed all three of these guys because they would have been like oh spend 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 who cares who it is anthony rendon josh hamilton whoever it is uh justin upton cj uh cj wilson but no i i think that a lot of gms too are smart enough now they've made enough mistakes 
<laughs> oh man, Kenny, we missed you. Good to have you back. Thank you so much for joining us. So we do want to know who is in your portfolio, whether it's divisions, World Series, awards. Where do you want to start? So I want to start with my man, Royce Lewis. Uh, I think he's going to win the American League MVP this year. I want to say he's going to do it because if he finishes top three, I'll look really smart. And I think he will. If you look at the last time that he played on the field during the regular season, he ended up having 15 home runs last year. He had an incredible postseason. This guy's an absolute superstar. But in the time he came back from his midseason hamstring injury to the end of the season, he was one of the top six hitters in the, in the American League in WRC+. He had an insane season. And nothing about that was a fluke. This guy just has been able to hit his whole life. And it's actually very funny that it seems like after his first of two ACL injuries, he his career just took off. Uh, and, and I think the guys had a lot of bad luck. You know, the second one obviously came running into a wall, making an amazing play. And they have the twins have him at third base. Now they're trying to mitigate the risk. Obviously, it's an injury risk, right? I mean, that's the only reason why this guy isn't one of the favorites. But we've seen the line come down on him all spring. And I also would say that, you know, for all of the injuries that this guy's had, they've never, ever detracted from his ability. He's come back every single time, hamstring, oblique, whatever it is, two ACL injuries, and and he's been great. So I think as long as he plays like 130 games here, which is a huge ask, I know, uh, the Twins have a good lineup around him. And you also look at the other guys at the top, the favorites, like Corey Seager absolutely should be one of the favorites. I think that's a guy that when if he plays the same amount of games could end up beating him out. But I mean, I look at Aaron Judge, I look at Jordan Alvarez. Those are guys that missed a lot of time last year. Julio Rodriguez is a, a big favorite in, of betters. He took a big step backwards last year. And like, you know, he has the talent to take a step forward. But again, he's hitting in a bad lineup. He's one of like three hitters in the Seattle Mariners lineup. So I think Royce Lewis is just as good a bet as anybody on this list. And then also American League Rookie of the Year, Dominic Fletcher. Plus, well, Caesars had him plus 20,000, but uh, they have still him in the National League. I have to tell them about that. But, uh, you know, I, I think wherever you can get a number above above 50, uh, 50 to 1 or better, I think is good because I think he's going to hit 300. He's 26. He's the oldest Rookie of the Year candidate right now. And a lot of these guys, they just could have slow starts to their career. And I don't think Gunnar Henderson is, like, going to win MVP this year. Um, so that's another guy I forgot to mention in the Royce Lewis discussion. But, yeah, I, I think those are two good value plays there in the awards markets. Justin Steele for National League Cy Young as well I like. And then uh, there are a few teams I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm in favor of as well. Yeah, let's go, let's go that direction then. Kenny Ducey of the Action Network and Covers.com with us here on BetQL Daily. Win totals, division winners, pennant winners, even maybe a World Series bet or two if you got them out there. What are you thinking? Yeah, I really like the Cubs to win the National League Central. I sort of alluded to, to it earlier. But when you look at their minor league system, I think that the Cubs to win this division is just a lottery ticket that you need to take out. Because look at the St. Louis Cardinals. They have so many questions in their rotation. I have no idea, guys, why the projections why the odds makers love the Cardinals so much. I think that it really all has to do with Jordan Walker coming back and playing a full season. Jordan Walker, who was supposed to be this super prospect who they sent down in the middle of the year last year, maybe ruined his confidence. I don't know. But this lineup is really not all that different. They still have a lot of flaws. Dylan Carlson never panned out. Tommy Edmond had a bad year. Lars Newpart, maybe not the future superstar we thought he was. And you look at the rotation, Steven Matz, Kyle Gibson, and Lance Lynn. They have I mean, it is just a disaster waiting to happen, guys. And really, the main reason I like this bet, though, is because I do like the Chicago Cubs, especially now that Cody Bellinger's back in the mix. Cade Horton should be here potentially this season. That's going to be an 
a massive addition to this bullpen, or excuse me, to this rotation. Ben Brown could be a massive addition to the bullpen or the rotation, depending on which route they like to take. He had an incredible year in double A last year, struggled a little bit when he got to triple A, but very small sample size, very talented. And then Matt Shaw, who they drafted in the first round last year, guys, this guy just won't not hit the baseball. He's hit over 300 in the minors and he just continues to hit, hit, hit. And they've been moving him up. They moved him up to double A in just 30 professional games in the minors. I think he might make the majors this year. So there's just a lot of guys that could come up and help in the middle of this season from the minor leagues and really give this team the boost that they did not get last year. And I know they got a lot of magic out of Mike Talkman and Chris Morrell. And there are a lot, there's a lot of volatile guys on this lineup that certainly could not produce the same way they did last year. But now that they have Cody Bellinger, now that Nico Horner and Dansby Swanson are working very well together, getting on base at the top of the lineup, I think that the Cubs, they know what they're doing here. They've put a really good team on the field. I mentioned Justin Steele, an MVP, excuse me, a Cy Young candidate in the National League. I think he's going to have another great year. Everything about that guy backs up what we've seen. Kyle Hendricks figured out how to pitch again last year. Jordan Wicks, another young guy who just could end up being good if and, and showed up manga as well. And if they're not, I think you could just install Ben Brown and Cade Horton and they'll be good as well. So I think there's a lot to like about this team right now. There's just a lot of guys that could end up booming. And that's why I like taking them in the, to win the National League Central. Yeah, Jed Hoyer's done a very good job uh, putting this team together. And while building around a young core and now they're at the stage where they've been spending some money over the last few years. Terrific job. Uh, the 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 team that's very popular is the Reds, though, which I find really interesting. I'm with you. I look at the NL Central and I say, okay, it's the Cubs or, or maybe the Cardinals. I don't agree that the Cardinals are the favorite, but here they are. Where are you on the Reds? The odds have them as a the third favorite. They were the team that everybody was talking about because they're young and, and exciting. But once the second half of the season settled in, they, they kind of fell off. We, we know where they, they have issues with the pitching, but where, where are you with Cincinnati? Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Well, I mean, the Cincinnati Reds are just a very interesting team. I think I would say that. I think I, I agree they should be the third favorites. They certainly had spells last year where they were red hot offensively and where their pitching really showed up. But I think there's, again, just a lot of guys I don't trust on this team. I mean, one of them is Frankie Montas, who they're installing in the middle of their rotation. I have said for five years now, this guy is terrible. He throws his sinker right over the middle of the plate. Uh, he gets hammered and he doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. So it's not a very good combination. He tries to get a lot of ground balls. He just does not do it. They took Nick Martinez. Shout out to a fellow Fordham Ram. I love you, Nick Martinez. But I think Nick Martinez would agree with me that he's most valuable in the bullpen. That's where he has made his money this year. They're going to try to move him to the rotation. I don't know if that's going to work. Graham Ashcraft had a great start to the season last year. He had some good – he showed a lot of promise, but also he, he was he had a lot of bad starts as well. So, like, I think there's a lot of questions in the rotation again. And then in the lineup – Ellie De La Cruz is so funny to me because you look at the, the way that people write about him and the projections and the ceiling and the floor. And it's like, well, he could be Barry Bonds, but also he could uh, not be an everyday starter. Like, I, I just still think that we have just completely lost our minds with some of these prospects just because he can throw a ball very hard and hit a ball very hard. 
does not mean that, okay, he's, he, this guy's ticketed for greatness. Uh, he has a lot of talent, but I think his plate discipline really fell off after the first few weeks of his career. And then he got, you know, and then, and then we saw what happened. He was just basically just a slightly above average player. So I just don't know if we can really rely on the names that we think we can rely on here to have, uh, to, to push this team ahead of the Cubs, a team that I think is very complete, that plays very good baseball. They, they've tailored their offense and their rotation to their ballpark. And I also feel like you look at a guy like, you know, TJ Friedel, Matt McLean, Spencer Steer. I think these are unbelievable hitters. I just don't know where they go from here. I don't know how the complimentary pieces fit around them. So I'm still very skeptical of the Reds. I'm taking a wait and see approach. I don't want to be one of those guys that say, oh, well, their, their, their window is going to start in a year or two. But because uh, that never really, that's a fallacy. There's no such thing as a championship window. But I do feel like I, I still am not really sold that Ellie De La Cruz is going to be like one of the five best hitters in baseball this year and lead the, the Reds to a, a pennant, uh, let alone a, a division championship. So we'll see. We'll see. But I, I'm still I'm still sort of waiting to see what the Reds do this year before I make any sort of bold proclamations. About Jenny, 30 seconds stuff. left. Oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> I was just no, going to no, ask if you have any World Series bit. bets. Yeah, <laughs> 10 second World Series bet. How many do you have? Have you placed any yet? Only the Yankees, only the Yankees, because I, I took them right before the Soto, right after the Soto news. I think there's just so many bounce back candidates from Carlos Rodon to Aaron Judge to play more games, Giancarlo Stanton and Anthony Rizzo, who didn't really help the team at all in the second half last year. I just think they really improved their offense. And Glaber Torres, I think, is the biggest reason why. I think Glaber Torres, 275 with nearly 30 home runs last year, if he can do that again, which he should be in a, a prove it year. Um, that's he's going to make the biggest difference to me on the Yankees. So I think they're going to win the World Series. I, I took them to win, and I also like the Cubs. Nice. Yankees, Cubs, wow. Series, Kenny. I love oh it. God. Good stuff. Kenny Ducey of the Action Network and Covers.com. Check him out on Twitter, at Kenny Ducey. We'll talk again soon, Kenny, all right? Thanks for everything. Please, please, enjoy the spring training, guys. Thanks for having me on. No problem. We'll do it again soon. Lightning bets. We wrap things up for a Monday morning here on BetQL Daily next right here on the BetQL Network.